Welcome to Balls and Brew, a podcast about beer and sports with your hosts, Johnny and Kevin. The mics are on. The glasses are full. It's time for Balls and Brew. In this segment of Balls and Brew, we rebooted our annual tradition of picking the top five beers that we've drank over the course of, of the year, in this case, 2018. Uh, me and Kevin drink a lot of beers. Um, at breweries, at home, uh, while traveling, and uh, we both had some travel this year, um, and just all around town. And we um, sometimes we have to look to see, we have to look at our, our Instagram feeds and our phones and remember which beers are which. Um, sometimes the, the uh, memories don't always dial up, but when they do, we um, you know we, we, we determine which beers are, are best. Um, we try to bring some of them in the studio, which we did this time around as well. And it's just a celebration of beer and the show in, in 2018. Um, uh, I encourage you to pick your top beers of 2018 as well and start building that 2019 list. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Cheers. The mics are on. The glasses are full. It's time for a Balls and Brew. Hey, Kevin, what's going on, man? Not a whole lot, man. Just another day. Another day, man. Another day. Another dollar. Uh, another fifteen cents. Another fifteen cents. Yeah, and well, you know, and another year. Yeah. Another year doing the show, and one of these things, one thing that we've done every year, besides drink too much, bitch about the Bulls and the Bucks, because they, well, especially the Bucks, they've been bad. Like, it's pretty much the entire time we've been doing the show. Maybe it's us. Damn, no. is it us? No, no, no ain't, <laughs> not, ain't shit, ain't us, dude. I'm not taking responsibility. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yo, hell, you bought. Jason light a beer, and the next day mm-hmm. he drafted OJ Howard. That's right. And if his ass can stay healthy, that's actually a good pick. So, yeah, you know. I agree. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And by the way, anyone who cares, Jason Light, Coors Light drinker. That's all he drinks. Yeah, yeah. He's not, yeah, he's not really in keeping with you know what we do on the show. Like we don't have him on for interviews. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know he's not a beer connoisseur. No. You know, he's not brewing the stuff. But he does like Coors Light. So if you ever see him out, which Probably have to be very soon. We don't know how much longer he's going to be the GM. Yeah, 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 yeah. But say he might, yeah, he might be in some other city. So <laughs> give him a bar, give him a Coors Light. Exactly, exactly. So, but what we do do with this show, and we've done it every year, is our top five favorite beers of 2018. Uh, 2018. We've done we've done it every year. We've done it 2016, 2017, and now we and now we're doing 2018. So um, there's a method to this. Yeah, exactly. It's science, right? And so. Um, so we, we drink a lot of beer on the show. Um, we drink it in the studio. And, th- and this year, in particular, we've drunk a lot of beer in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and so we, we chronicle it via Instagram and our phones and our foggy memories. Mm-hmm. And so we come up with, we've come up with our top five. Uh, and our lists are different, so there there may be some overlap. I don't think there's overlap this year. There was overlap last year. There's not there's no overlap this year, but we we come up with our list of our favorite beers, beers entire tied to you know things that we like, styles that we like, experiences that are tied that are a part of the time that we drink these beers. Because beer is more than just the beer itself, what's in the can or bottle or glass. Sometimes it's you know or, or you know or tap. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the experience as well. Yeah. And so you know so. There's a lot of stories behind a lot of these beers, and so we're just proud to bring this to you. We drink a lot of beer. We we um, we have the pleasure of enjoying beer, um, you know, for as a as a uh, asserted hobby, I guess. Yes. I don't know. Very <laughs> organized, chaotic. Yeah, hobby. I, sort of organized. Yeah, exactly. Organized chaotic hobby. I love it. 
And so, um, so with any further ado, let's start with our, t- our f- top five. So you start. You want to start from five? Yeah. So this was my fifth. I'm open one of those. My fifth favorite beer of 2018. We took a trip over to Bradenton, and we visit the the people at Good Liquid Brewing Company, and they had a beer that, for all of our beer adventures of 2018, this one was very easy to remember. Just how much I felt like it was just. The Matrix was screwing with my brain. Like, it couldn't tell, is this beer supposed to taste like chicken? Is it supposed <laughs> to taste like something else? But the Fried blonde... chicken flavor beer? That's not what it is. But it's yeah. not, but I'll, I'll try it. Yeah. The Blonde Milk Stout. Okay. From okay. Good Liquid Brewing Company. And it, it, from what I remember, it, it was just, it was indescribable. Yeah. It's just, I mean, and there, there's another place that has something similar. But I felt like the difference is, it's just, I... I First of all, it looks like damn near like a lager. Yes. Really? Yeah. First of all, yeah. I, I remember this but, beer as but, well. But, but you smell it and you go, okay, there's something going on here. And and then you taste it. And, you're, and it usually takes about two or three tastes to really get your palate where you're tasting what's happening. Yeah. I think I had half of a glass. And I, and I still felt like, wow, this is still strangely like. Yeah. It's kind of like I like it. I can't tell if I really love it, but I definitely like it. And I can't stop drinking it. Yeah, like it, it just kind of it was like it was like the beer was laced with MSG. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Also a great idea. Yeah, sure. So, absolutely. Well, no, it's just you know what I, I liked about that beer is okay. So it, it it generally has a good flavor, generally very good, stouty, sort of heavy. Um, I think I remember right, kind of chocolatey flavor. But you're looking at it and it looks so different from what you're tasting. And it's but it but it's but extremely well made you know i mean i mean just it, it's a milk stout it is definitely a milk stout it's just you know it's just you know not dark definitely not you know and so yeah now that that was a very enjoyable beer and they make very good beer mike crail at uh at the good look at brewing company down in brayton uh does an excellent job and so and that and he's his beer has shown up on this on this podcast before, you it know, because we were there, and then he showed up. At, he does does a New England IPA. It showed up there yep. as well, and so, um, so he's doing an excellent job. Uh, so, and so as luck would have it, my number five beer is the Blackberry Porter. Yes, from the Good Look of a Brewing I, Company. I remember that one as well. I was yes. also a fan of that one. Uh, while I was drinking that, all I, all I could think about was, man, I'm not sure. Do I want a stack of pancakes with like blackberry sauce, or do I want like a piece of chocolate cake? Yeah, but I, but I wanted something to to kind of go and balance it out because it's very good, but it's very blackberry. Oh yeah, it's very blackberry I forward. Mean, blacker the berry. Yeah, sweeter juice. But but, but this you was know. very blackberry. Or maybe is it a darker the juice? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. So, but whatever. Smoky yeah. would know. Yeah, Smoky would know. Um, you know. Okay, so what I what I liked about this is I. I it, it's got kind of a chocolatey flavor, but it's got more of a blackberry flavor, and I don't typically like that combination. Like, I don't like this, like you know, like you no know, cakes that have like the little raspberry uh, sauce on it. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a big I, fan I like of that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I know you like that, but I, I, I but it's something about it. Like, it wasn't too much. I mean, like it wasn't so overpoweringly chocolate. It wasn't so overpoweringly blueberry, uh, blackberry. Mm-hmm. It had a, re- a good combination, so where the sweetness came out in the blackberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And usually, and usually, you when you have like you know, quote unquote, fruit beers, as as, as I, I get a lot of crap on the show for, um, and, and and by my friends in general for drinking fruit beers, and so um, usually, 
when you have a fruit beer, it's a lighter base beer. It's it's a um, with the fruit to come through. Yeah, exactly. And so this is obviously a darker beer, but the fruit comes through in it, and it actually complements it. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's a uh, it has like a syrupy blackberry. Like 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 when you think of blackberry flavor, you're, you're not thinking of like like candied or something like that. No, this is almost like a syrupy. So like yeah. if you were if you were to make like a blackberry syrup. To put like on pancakes. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it's flavored with that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's so like, it's a, pres- like a preserve. Not, yeah, not, yeah. Not like blackberries. Not like berries per se. So it's not. So it doesn't necessarily have that even that berry bitterness. It's just like, it's a good solid berry flavor. And and you know also you don't see a lot of blackberry beers blackberry no, in beers. True. Typically, it's, it's not a fruit that gets used very often. It's it's difficult. I've tried, and so it's it's hard to get it to come through. Yeah. Flavor-wise. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but it, it it's it's tasty. It's a, it's a good beer, and uh, like I said, good look at brewing company. You gotta check them out. This isn't, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is this is not. I mean, they're not paying us for this. They're just, they're just, they're just oh, the, making, they're just making a beer. They won't pay us. They, they, oh, yeah, they'll yeah, make so. you pay though when you show up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they, but they make good beer though. So, and um, and that's and, they, and that's why they're on this on this episode. Uh, I'll go with my number four. Go for it. Uh, my number four, um, mischievous black from Six Ten Brewing. The second I saw that. I, I said that should be your your stage name. Yeah, you did say that. Yeah, you <laughs> said that on the show. Actually, yeah, yes, yeah. So, yeah, our a buddy, uh, friend of the show, um, Chris, uh, Chris Johnson. Johnson uh, he's the redheaded Santa Claus. Yes, uh, really good dude. Uh, one of my one of my favorite people in the industry out here. To be honest with you, because we we see him at, at um, beer festivals mm-hmm. all the time. He's always good to us. Mm-hmm. Always wants to sit down. Always very willing. always pleasant. Always happy. Yeah, yeah. Just a, just an enjoyable person, and he makes. Good beer. Yeah. I mean, you. There, there's other beers that you make that, he could, that could be on this list. It could have mm-hmm. been on this list every year that yeah. he's been on there. I like the Machis Black because once again, it's it's kind of another sort of matrixy type beer, but it's the opposite. It's a black lager. And yep. So yeah. And so um, and, and so you're you're drinking it. And it's got kind of the the malty flavor. It's got a darker mark malt yeah. profile clearly. And yeah. So yeah. That would make sense. Yeah, but it's but it's lighter. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's just a it's a it's you know it's, it's it's not. You look at it, you think it's going to be a heavy beer, and it's a, a those for those are traditionists. It's, it's actually a short beer. Okay. Um, so, um, you know, so but and so it, you think it's going to be kind of a heavy beer just from looking at it because it's a dark brown beer, but it is actually you know it ha- it's definitely lighter. It's darker than a lager, but 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 much lighter than the color and so it makes it kind of so you get that feeling uh, that you're drinking a, a, a robust beer but you're not it doesn't you don't get the kind of the heaviness of a true robust beer and for some people may not like that some people want their robust beers to be robust beers mm-hmm. but if but if you like something just a little bit different Chief's back is good, and that's why I put it. It's, it's different, and that's why I put it on this list. I call it a bridge beer. If you like light beers, think you want to try a dark beer, but you're not sure you can handle it. Yeah, yeah. Have a mischievous black. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know. All right. So. Well, my number four, uh, very, very different style here, uh, from our good friends in Anderson Valley Brewing Company in California, was the Wild Turkey Old Fashioned. Okay. Wow. So. Big, uh, big bomber, twenty-two ounce bottle. Uh, Anderson Valley makes some heavy beers. They, well, beers they, they, they do all spectrum. Uh, yeah, I yeah. find, but but this one though is uh, about eight point three percent. 
just also goes, crazy goes great in the snifter. Labeled as malt beverage and an aged in wild turkey bur- bourbon barrels. Okay. Uh, it was just pretty much exactly what you would imagine. Yeah, yeah. And it's big, smooth. Okay. Uh, right. Goes down pretty easy, probably a cigar pairing beer. Okay. Which All is, right. I tend to be a fan of those. Uh, yeah. And yeah, this one this one was nice. Uh, wasn't at anything super great. I had a bottle in my fridge, and yeah. uh, it was a cool night, and it was on a weekend. Had a cigar and cracked it open, shared it with a friend. Oh, nice. Nice. Well, sounds very tasty. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, so let's move on. Oh, would, actually, why don't you guys actually? Oh, we'll, we'll ping pong it here. Yeah, so, yeah. So my my number three. Uh, of course, I can't have five beers on my list without having something from McKellar. Yes, McKellar. <laughs> McKellar is another beer that shows up over and over again in this show. Yeah, another, over the years, another brewery yeah. that should be paying us, but doesn't, yeah, yeah. doesn't pay us anything. It's not yet. So uh, they no. have their holiday uh, spiced ale, and it's I, it's pretty much the same beer every year, but they just change the label on it. This year, it had like a, a purple label, uh, and this is a eight uh, percent. Honestly, it, it's just it's it's their version of a winter ale. It, yeah. It's a it's a it's a big spiced porter. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. winter, winter ale style. Yeah. 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 Uh, just really good, smooth. Uh, uh, falls technically in the Baltic porter category, but to me, it's I would just call it a spiced porter, a winter ale. Yeah. The the, yeah. the, the, the level of uh, division there is very blurred. Okay. Um, what do you like about it? Well, I mean, I, I'm a winter ale kind of fan anyways, uh, but, I mean, if you're going to have something that's going to be spiced, when McKellar does it, it's, yeah. it's like it's like having a salad, even from Burns Steakhouse. It's it's going to really be, like, a nice, great salad. Yeah, it's so, like certain breweries don't mess up, like, anything. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And, like, everything. Like, like, it's almost like, okay, you know, I don't really like that style. But they when they do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to try it because they do I, it, and I'm probably going to like it. And then so. that's, I, I put Weyerbacher in that category. I feel, I feel like they just don't, they don't half-ass anything. They don't make anything terrible. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so, I, to me, it's it's terrific. I'd love to go to Belgium and actually visit McKellar's. Oh yeah, I I be, I'd be there if I, could, <laughs> I would if, be if there, I had a beer yeah. if I had a dream beer tour. It would be in Belgium, and McKellar's would yeah, be yeah. one of the stops. There's so many breweries there though, too. Like you, literally, you know. I might not ever come back. Yeah, let's say we gone <laughs> forever. I, we'd have we'd have to do this like a phone <laughs> podcast thing, you know. So I I call it. Let's call it a Kevin Ventures of Kevin. <laughs> Can, can we find him? Is he, is we he, is he awake? <laughs> Your hair will be all long, you know, like, bushy red hair, just, you know, sorry, blonde hair, or whatever. <laughs> Your family's missing you. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, man, what happened, Kevin? So, all right, so my number three, and I, and, okay, so every year, I think this list is as much about the, the oddities of beer as the things that are common and good. So my number three this year is that is Reef Donkey from Tampa Bay Brewing Company. Never heard of it. Oh yeah, yeah, there, yeah. So there's there some obscure brewery out there in the West Chase area. So yeah, so um, yeah, uh, uh, David Doble, um, real good guy. Um, good Mike, family. Yeah, yeah. Mike Dyer's friend of the show. He's moved on to Boston, mm-hmm. um, by, oh, back to the Boston area. Um, good uh, luck up there, Mike. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, man, Reef Donkey. Okay, so uh, so I've drinking a lot of Reef Donkey this year. Um, ask my wife. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, and, and what I like about Reef Donkey, okay, is one of the th- good things about beer. Okay, so there's beer, there's new flavors you want to try. There's experiences you want to have. There's things that you that, that you plan your day around, as, as we we're talking off the air about. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. There's also beers that when I drink it, I'm like, man, oh my god, like I 
I, I can't get enough of this down my throat. It is so good and and so thirst quenching that I can't I can't get enough. It's been a hot summer. Mm-hmm. And so it's and, a Florida beer through and through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, it's technically an APA. Is right. I don't have to tell you anything about uh, uh, Reef Donkey. Those of you who drink beer know Reef Donkey. Reason why I like it is because the flavor is like literally when I'm drinking it, I don't think that I'm drinking it fast enough. <laughs> you know, like I'm like, God, this is so good. I mean, I'm just I, I want more of this. Yeah, this is delicious. The profile coaching. goes for like a lemon lime type of scent. Yeah, and, and so if if you find lemon lime, which most people do, refreshing, uh, and, and and it's not a and I do, it's it's, it's, not, it's not a heavy beer. No, and, no. And so it's easy to goes down like water. Yeah, yeah. That would make sense. I mean, to me, the way they've marketed it, the way they have built the brand from Tampa Brewing Company around Reef Donkey, I kind of feel like their target consumer is somebody who picks up a picks up a six pack of it in their cooler, and they're yeah. they're out in the boat. At five or six in the morning, and yeah, they're gonna be yeah. on the boat until late morning, till midday, and it's hot. Yeah, yeah. And and this is what they're planning on drinking while they're out there. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. kind of what it feels like. Yeah, so, yeah. So for it to be Florida with Florida warm weather driven to be a refreshing beer that still has flavor and flavor profile. Yeah, I think that's that's probably why it's so popular. Yeah, exactly. It's it's you know, and I, and I know they do other stuff that people like. Maybe they people like the old oh, elephant. Yeah. But uh, the, the, the the one with the, had the sidecar of the Tabasco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh. What's it? Oh, BRD. Yeah, BRD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They they do some other, which is it's, it's actually really popular. But among people who really really are into beer, that's like a very popular one. Mm-hmm. Like they they make just a small amount of it, and Correct. it goes just like that. You know. Um. And, and they they make other stuff too. I I've not had Gingy, but I'm seeing that more and more. There, it's like an imperial porter, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, has has the has John I think it's John Rankin on the on the cover of it. it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So on the on the on the can or whatever. Friend of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but so that's good too. But, the, but Reef Donkey, I mean, that's a flagship. It's it's, it's delicious. It it's is. good. Um, it, it's fast becoming one of those like, okay, if I'm at a place that doesn't have a lot of beer, they may have Reef Donkey, and that's all I'm at. I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah. So you know, which. From a sales point, is good. It's not. It's not going to get you a lot of critically acclaim for being for being that way. But you know, you like what you like, and so and that, so that is my number three beer for 2018. All right, your runner up. All right, so my runner up is. Um, all right, so 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 f- um, friend of the show, sometimes videographer Chris uh, brought brought beer back from a recent from a recent trip a few months ago. Uh, and he, he bought like a lot of Atlanta beers because he was in Atlanta, and I, I used to live in Atlanta, and I and I want some beers that, I, that you can't get down here. The best beer he bought was a beer that wasn't actually from Atlanta. Remember, I don't know where the hell he got this beer from. <laughs> so, um, and it's the the Horchata Milk Stout hmm. uh, from from the breweries called Unfiltered Art, and I think it's a collaboration with another brewery called Microphone. Um, this beer was okay. So this beer is the opposite. It's not not like just say, oh, you just drink it every day, and he's just like, oh, it's up there. See, I'm thirsty. I'm gonna drink it. Whatever. This is a this is a plan your day around this beer. And I and I kind of knew it when I saw it in the fridge when I brought among the stuff that he he brought. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna hold out and drink this. I'm not just gonna just drink this. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait. I'm going to wait till like I think it was like a Saturday evening, but it wasn't anything. We weren't doing anything. We're home. Um, Sharice and Harper went to bed early. So it's just me down there on the couch watching Netflix, 
And so I just poured a glass and drank it. And, 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 and I'm not like a big more shot, hard shot fan because I'm not big a fan of spice mm-hmm. like that. But man, this beer is so good. It's really freaking good. Like, I like horchata. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it Actually, tastes like horchata. Do you know how co- good coffee beers taste like coffee? Yeah. But you're wait, You're like, wait a minute. This is beer. Yeah. This is the same thing with this with this horchata milk stout. Uh, Six ten. Chris. Chris actually has a horchata that he does every every winter. Yeah. And he's good. Yeah, that's good too. I've had that. I've had that too. Um. And and so, but th- and so. I don't know how how available this is locally. There are some unfiltered art beers that are sh- are starting to pop up at certain places. Like I, I think I had one. And it, it's on the Instagram. I think I had one at the Poorhouse uh, out, out in Child District. Um, there's not a lot available of their stuff, but man, if you get a hold of their beer, get it because because the beer we had was like a and, Scotch ale, and that and was that was solid too. You, you'll be able to tell that that beer is something or something different because every one of their labels is they put a lot of time and effort. Yeah, yeah. Into the packaging and the branding and, and like the, the the it has a very art it's very much called as it is. It's aptly named un, un unfiltered or untitled art. Untitled. Yeah, untitled art. Yeah, I think I called it unfiltered art. It's actually untitled art. Cuz it, it's uh the labels they, they put a lot of time into. Them. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying the only it, the only place that maybe puts more time into labels might be Saint somewhere. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it, even with Saint somewhere, they're I mean, they're Labels obviously based off of old Florida art, and it has uh, to have meaning. And yeah, something. yeah, um, yeah. So theirs is really just more art driven, but it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. And you see some of their other stuff is like that too, because like, like I said, there, there was a Scotch ale that we had. That Scotch ale that was kind of a similar, similar look and feel to it, and it, it was solid too. Um, they make good beer. Hopefully, you'll start seeing more of their beer down here. Um, you know, it, it's definitely worth having. It. And I believe they're out like the Milwaukee area, so. Um, or our Wisconsin. So if you're ever up there, definitely try it because I'm sure there's infinitely more options uh, to try from these guys than just um, just one or two things you can get here in the area. Uh, all right, so Kevin, hit me with number two. Your runner up. Well, my runner up this year. Uh, it's not a new beer, but man, every time you have it, all I can think of is I, I feel like a new man every time I drink one. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Dogfish Head Craft Brewery, Delaware, 120 minute IPA. Oh man, it's a celebration when you drink it that. It's a celebration, bitches. <laughs> Show Charlie Murphy your titties. Um, <laughs> this this beer is just. I mean, and, and, I, and I'm an imperial uh, IPA drinker. I mean, I like doubles. I like dippers big time. Yeah. Uh, definitely can go for 90 minute almost 24 seven. Okay. I can I have 90 minute probably in the morning and still enjoy it. Oh, okay. Yeah, this yeah. is this is a different animal. Like like this this I can't wake up at nine in the morning and have this. But you plan your day around it. Plan definitely plan the day around this. I mean this is, this is a honking beer. It, depending upon what 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 year because you, you when you see a bottle of this it's probably aged. So yeah. depending upon what year it is, it could be anywhere from fifteen to twenty percent ABV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it typically, it averages Strong around beer. like seventeen, eighteen percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is just a no holds barred kind of big multi mouthful of goodness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just if you're going to have, if you're going to have a last meal and you get to pick it, and you just want a steak, I think this is the beer. Compliments steaks to, well. to tape it with to put it with. Nice. Like, because like, by the time you're finishing, you finish like the, like this huge steak and you're drinking this. You're, you're gonna feel like you're wealthy, even if you're, they're about to hang you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, to me, this is this beer is just the way it is. I mean, like, like, just I I was just reading this for the first time, beer advocate, but the, the description they put in here, too extreme to be called beer. 120 IPA is brewed to a colossal 45 degree plateau, boiled for the two 
full hours while being continuously hopped with high alpha American hops, then dry hop daily in the fermenter for a month and age for another month on whole leaf hops. Oh. I, but I'll tell you what, I wouldn't call this an extremely hop-forward beer. I think it's a very balanced, slightly maltier side because it, 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 it's such a big, colossal it's beer. It's pretty sweet. Um, it's sweeter than most doubles, the most yeah. double IPAs, it's, but yeah. but it's got so much body you you can tolerate it. Yeah, okay. I mean it, it's it's. it's so about ninety. I haven't I have not had one twenty. Putting ninety next to this is like comparing a four by four to Bigfoot, like in terms of like how much bigger the one truck is. Yeah, than yeah, than yeah, the yeah, other. yeah. I mean, it's just like th- th- this this is like you you know you're not just drinking some double IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whatever set breweries double IPA. Correct. That's what they feel they should be making one. So, right. Yeah. And, and even even ninety minute next to this, y- yeah. y- you're like like wow, okay, th- this this thing's not messing around. Whatever this is. Yeah. So okay, that right. that that's my runner up, and it, it and also it's it's made and brewed every year, and there's probably some select place you can go to get this, but you don't see tons of one twenty around. No, no. Um, so so I've only had it maybe two or three times. I did. I just saw a place recently that's that's got it on tap. Uh, I believe it was, um, Brass Tap in Lakeland has it on okay. tap. I bet you they got one keg of it or two maybe at the most. Yeah, yeah. You, I saw it yesterday. So you got yeah. So it may already be gone. gone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. All right. By time, by time the show airs, it probably is already already gone. It possibly may have. All right. Well, then clearly that just leaves one beer, and I had to go through my files to find what was the best beer that I had had yeah. in 2018. So we went this summer up to uh, to New York City yeah. for a wedding and uh, I had, my wife was in the wedding so I had uh, the daytime on, on, on our free day after we got there for me to basically entertain myself. Nice. Because nice. they had they, they had like the whole the, na- the, the, the nails yeah. and the hair and everything. So so I yeah. I went and so had. you literally had a whole day in NY by yourself. For the most, well yeah, up to like about five o'clock or so, oh, okay. or, or, or or whatever three or whatever time it was. I because I still had to go back into the hotel and get cleaned up and everything great because the wedding was that evening. Yeah, and you're drunk at this point, so like you well, know. I wasn't intending to. <laughs> so, yeah, but I, I won't claim I won't claim or admit to it. Uh, but it's probably true. Anyways, so so I went to Blind Tiger, which is a cool beer bar uh, in New York City. Oh, nice. After I had an oyster lunch, I figured let me go there, and of course I wasn't eating enough food so I made sure I had a sandwich and so I had a couple of good beers at the Blind Tiger cool place okay uh, met some other co- patrons that were inside the establishment and they told me that they were going to get in an Uber and go to Brooklyn to go to the one of their favorite breweries called Other Half oh, okay Other Half Brewing I have heard of Other Half and actually. I said well do you want to you want do you want I'm here and I've got time to kill do you want to split the cost and make it cheaper to get there and they said yes absolutely So we got in, and we went to Other Half, and I had a 16% Imperial Stout there called, if you like beer, you will probably also like this combination of hops and barley and and water. Oh, nice, nice. (laughs) I love long titles. Very, very, (laughs) very long title, and um, and they're right. If you like Imperial Stouts, you're going to like this. This this is a not, not holding back. Okay. Type of imperial style. Nice, nice. Sounds um, good. Sixteen percent, uh, lots of body, uh, just, just all the good parts of what you like about an imperial stout. Yeah. This, this all, is all in a, all, all in a spear. All, all in the spear. Okay. Uh, and so it was, it was dynamite. Uh, wish I could have 
gotten a bottle to bring home. Yeah, but yeah, they yeah. only they only had kegs at the time. And, oh, so, and, and apparently, it w- it's not something that they they have it on, but they don't have it on and keep it on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which which makes sense. But then again, also at sixteen percent, it probably is not a cheap beer to make. And then my guess is they probably have to age it before they even serve it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have tons of details uh, on it, other than I can tell you that I had it and it was, it was it was amazing. quite yeah, quite yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was pretty hammered and <laughs> I, I do remember though uh, after I having this feeling like okay I need to slow down and I still have a wedding to go to yeah yeah, yeah and so uh, but like a champ oh, yeah, made it to the wedding on time oh, good, of course good. I drank at the wedding uh, yeah. I may have been hammered it's because you're an adult oh yes 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 because you're a grown man grown so, man yeah. living in a, in a kid's body yeah oh well, yeah it's okay it's all good it's all <laughs> so good those were the top five beers that Kevin has had in, in 2018 and, right. and now we are missing one winner okay. from Mr. Krosky. All right. So my number one beer of of 2018. Okay. So you know that if, if you if you've listened to this show, watched the Facebook Live, seen the Instagram feed, you know that I, along with being a fan of fruit beers, I am also a fan of beers that have coconut in them. Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of this. Um, I it, it it just really if you've hung out with me long enough, you know this. You know, like like I I um I I drink you know Kona Coca Brown, one of my favorite beers of all time ever, delicious beer. But you don't but but Hawaiian, you don't get a lot of that here. I have actually found one beer that I think I like better than that. And, and if you watched our last uh, Facebook Live, you know it's Oscar Blues Dale by Co- uh, Death by Coconut. This beer, oh my god! Okay, it it, pair, it pairs well with chocolate chip cookies. It pairs well with with Samoas. Macadamia nuts. It smells best where with macadamia nut cookies. And and while it's not necessarily like a oh my like like kind of like a reef dog where you where you drink a ton of it and you're just like oh my oh god no, I'm you, so you, thirsty. You, you, you can't you can't inhale that. Yeah, no, it's a slow drinking beer, but it is yeah. absolutely like I mean it's fabulous. It, I mean it just it's. Chocolate without being too chocolatey or too, too much of that chocolate bitter. I get hardly it's, any chocolate. Yeah, from it. It, it's coconutty without being crazy chalky. It, it's just like a perfect balance of. Ch- like if you have coconut candy with it, you can taste just how balanced the coconut is. Yeah, you'll taste the difference because you sure. need you need to taste something that's imbalanced. Yeah, to, yeah. to understand how balanced. To understand that for sure, <laughs> for sure. And so we drank it out of coconuts, and that was cool, mm-hmm. you know. But just I. It, like I said, it's it's an excellent beer. It, it you know it, it's a perfect balance of, of, of coconut and chocolate. Um, it's smooth. It's easy to drink. Uh, it it's a six point five. I it I'd be, it'd be interesting to see if it was a little stronger. It'd be, it'd be kind of an interesting interesting balance. That'd be um, fun. Like an imperial version w- w- would be fun. And then I also think if you were to take a standard version and maybe steep a little bit of coffee in it. Yeah, yeah, make it like a coffee. Yeah, yeah, get get that combination would be good as well. Um, Oscar Blues makes great beers, so like, peop, you know, people love Ten Fifty, and yeah. you know, people people love people love the Pale Ale, and you know, and, and you know, and also the uh, the Scotch Ale too, and people love the Scotch Ale as well, and 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 they've done an excellent job with all of those beers. Mm-hmm. They have also done an excellent job with Death by Coconut, which which you don't see as much of. This is, this is actually a, a, a much harder beer to find, and I think it's I think it's seasonal. I don't it, think it they I don't think they do a lot of this, but but it's just good. Um, they say it's an Irish stout porter. I'm not exactly sure what that means. I don't know, but you know, Irish stout porter, Irish, Irish style porter. Oh, uh, drier maybe, or I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I, I don't, it's, I don't, what it's what right there it, on the can. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay. we'll look it up and see. Yeah, I'll look it up and let you know. I'll let, I'll let y'all know in, in an Instagram. It's a very drunk porter. Yeah, yeah. Porter's hammer, especially <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day, or you know, or March. I don't know. So, um, but anyway, so. All right, so that's our top five. That's it. That's it. Once again, man, this is fun. This one so, of the fun shows to do. So right that here. means that we'll have to start January one. Yeah. Trying to do a better job of recording uh, what we're consuming, so that we are prepared one year from now. Yeah. To for the top five beers of 2019. Absolutely. Exactly. And you guys, you know, if you want to get these beers, you should get them. Death by Coconut, you can definitely get. Yeah. Uh, the horchata milk stout might be hard to find, but you can definitely find it. Um, Steve's Black, go down, go down, and see Chris at six ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rooftop can get everywhere, mm-hmm. um, and the Blackberry Porter, I know because just on the website that is still available at Good Liquid Brewing Company. So definitely go check it out. Uh, you have to go to New York to get the, um, the, the. If you like beer, you will probably also like this combination of hot sparkling and water. You're probably gonna go there to get that. Um, you could definitely find one twenty um, if you well if you can find it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it's available in almost every major market, but that's if you can find it. If you can find it, you it, have it, you have you'll have to dig a little bit. You'll do some can, research yeah. and, and plan, but but there are places that have it. It's not like it's so impossible to find. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. uh, the, the, the McKellars, uh, it's that they make that it's available every holiday season. Yeah, but yeah. you're only going to see it probably at your like your ABC and your larger distributors probably during the by st- maybe starting right around Black Friday. Yeah, that's yeah. when you would start to see that. Uh, Anderson Valley, uh, I'm sure they make the wild turkey old-fashioned on an ongoing basis, but yeah. I don't know how frequent it's available. Again, same thing. This is probably more of a winter availability. Yeah, type, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Good Liquid. I, I, I would assume he's making the blonde milk stout on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not certain. I'm, I'm not, not either. I, I really, that I don't know. I, if, I know if, the black pear. If you're pear in Manatee, let us know. We'd, yeah. <laughs> we, we'd love to know. Is it available year-round? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So that's it for that. Um, with that said, glasses are empty, mics are off. This is Balls and Brew.